0: Oh, uh, what you can also do is go to our Facebook page oh, 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 and, us, oh, 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 and the get
1: light.
2: your
0: hands off me, you filthy dirty ape. You should okay. go to our Facebook page and post pictures of monkeys. I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Gun Show Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Fuller, with Martin Davis. Hello. Alan Gilman. <whistles> and William Petty. Hello. And uh, we're going to start off the show today talking about a class that Martin attended, and I believe Mister Petty
2: taught, instructed. Yeah, the uh, patrol vehicle CQB we had two weeks ago. The weather two was weeks. actually splendid.
1: Like the Kate, like the packages on the table at no, the no, restaurant. Uh, splendid, oh. splendid. It was
2: splendid.
0: It's synonymous with nice. Oh, that okay. means the same.
2: So the, the premise of the entire class was just shooting from in and around uh, vehicles. You got to come out. It was two days. Uh, I made it sound nine, a lot cooler when I told people. I said it was a CQB class, <laughs> <laughs>
1: defensive and offensive shooting from inside and outside of a vehicle. That does sound good. Is that coming you from that? a
2: marketing guru? No, but I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have you start writing my lessons <laughs> plans. Would, obviously, I would write that copy. No, That's a good copy. I'm Thank gonna you. have to listen to this later on when it posts and be like, oh, I write this. Down. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's, that's what it should be. I, mean, I, I think I could get this far through the show before I stop listening. It's <clears throat> a good idea. You usually do. <laughs> I usually get about halfway through. <laughs> but uh, So you guys went out on a very beautiful Texas day and uh, shot some stuff from inside cop cars? After, after cop we cars. laid in the
2: blue bonnets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quietly. Is there a video of this? The blue bonnet There's part. probably. To come on oh, Facebook. We're going to put it on our face page. Somewhere www.facebook.com forward slash gun show podcast.
2: Go check us out. What an excellent plug. Yeah. I'm good um, so a couple of interesting things that, uh, that I noticed a lot of the, the shooting was um, obviously very dynamic in nature. We wanted to get people exposed to shooting from within a confined space, shooting around and next to other people, which is a little unnerving. If you, if, if all you've ever experienced is lane style shooting, um, then it's, it's certainly very different.
1: It was very different in the dynamic ways that we were actually shooting with people you didn't really know shooting next to you. It the was kind of a little level bit different. Of The trust. The trust then, the factor
2: yeah. is very, very high. Obviously. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I, it, Higher than Alan can reach.
1: Yes.
0: Uh,
2: well, Physically. Most things are. I mean, well, that's
0: true. But uh, yeah, I was going to say the the amount of trust that you have to have to be actually engaging targets, you know, not in a lane style, like you said, in a mm-hmm. dynamic situation where you're moving and covering and.
2: Um, communicating back and forth,
0: uh, it, it
2: is definitely different. I think something that, um, that I noticed that surprised a lot of people that were rolling up under the vehicles and engaging the threats um, from underneath the vehicle was the, the back pressure and the noise mm-hmm. um, coming from underneath the vehicle. So, uh, again, just trying to get people um, aware and exposed to something, the last thing that we want are for cops to get into a everything-hits-the-fan type scenario and for it to be the first time they've ever experienced that. Right, you know, so that that's the that's the thinking and the theory behind behind that training. A um, couple of interesting things some, we we briefly touched on some of the equipment issues that we had um, from the last podcast. We had a couple of magazines, uh, Mag- with the Glock, yeah, with well, and the Glock, magazines. and the Glock magazines. magazines.
0: Which Glock magazines was it? To refresh me, it was a Glock
1: forty. I don't twenty two. Oh yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah it, it didn't like to run and for some reason. Once he took out those two magazines, yeah. everything else, and he had a perfect next day and like we said uh last week glocks have been known especially that model
0: for having you know weak magazine springs or the magazine springs going bad quickly quicker than other ones but uh hastily more hastily yeah Uh, but it's good to hear that he got it running after eliminating those mags from his rotation
2: um another thing that that i noticed were a lot of people's sling setups were not necessarily designed to transition mine wait yeah. Really? So well, walk us through that. Walk us through what you okay. experienced on the slings. On the my my, my so the sling. For the AR, not for your handgun.
1: Well, <laughs> I did have my lanyard. It was like a curly cord lanyard. It was And cute. it was pink. Did it have a breakaway? Of course not. It looked you, like, it you looked you like a really long french fry. You can't fry. run it without the breakaway. I I strangle people. I don't need it to break away. <laughs> it's not a groat. It's a lanyard. <laughs> it's a groat on my grok. Gro- oh.
2: Now nice. it sounds like you're talking dirty. Yeah. Anyways, so, go ahead. On my On my sling. rifle,
1: my AR sling. It is a old Specter gear, uh, basically three point sling. Right Um, now, what I did three point, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've had this thing for so long; it's not even funny. Um, But basically, what I what I learned from it was that my quick release buckle to get me out of it allowed me to do the transitions that I needed, but at the same time, I've now lost my weapon retention.
2: Who has that time though? Right. In a dynamic well, situation. In, in the situation...
1: Well, me being left-handed, it was actually... Well, I guess maybe even a right-hander. Well, the way that it came across, I didn't actually have to take my hand off the fire controls. I could actually keep the rifle shouldered and actually make that that movement. Right. But... It, it was not something that was pleasurable, and I've learned quickly that I'm going to need a different sling.
0: I think that, and William maybe can back me up on this, I think anybody who's actually used a three-point sling besides just standing around notices that it's lacking at a lot of it's things. It's
1: lacking at a
2: lot of things. You know, and if, you're a, if you're a sentry posted in yeah. front of a Best Buy or oh, yeah. a Fry's, Garden Cables. Or, or Louisiana. <laughs> um, or, or Louisiana. uh, It's great. It's great it, for for dynamic positional <laughs> shooting, and especially when you need to do transitions. Now, let me say everything was great except for the transition. Yeah, and, everything. And I'm not a big fan of transitioning. I, I really, you know, for me, I would rather just go ahead and and rotate my body out enough. If we're if we're talking about barricade shooting, I'm not a big fan of, of transitioning. I'd rather just come out, engage the threat. And then, you know, use the barricade or whatever I need oh, to. Oh, you're do. talking take cover. I'm talking about transitioning underneath when you roll under urban prone or the shrimp prone is what we're are, doing. Are you talking about
0: transitioning shoulders yes. or trans- oh, transitioning okay. shoulders? We're not talking now- about transitioning to a handgun.
2: No, no, no. We're talking about transitioning Uh, along with the theme of the slings. So I got you. Okay. Now,
1: one of the things, though, that you had us do was a little bit different than all the high-speed Magpul videos or whatever we see out there. You didn't actually have us take our hands off our fire controls. You just had us switch it to the other shoulder and then switch your eyes.
2: Yeah, that's a big misnomer is people spend so much time um, transitioning hands It worked. that you don't you don't have to. I mean, uh, here's the thing. I can see that.
1: Yeah, I can see that. In that situation, also, what I learned is I'm not going to be firing an enormous amount of rounds. Most likely, what it's going to be is it's going to be, okay, I need to put a few rounds down range accurately, which I was able to do with that transition, and then get up and move to a better position, which is exactly what I did, and then I began engaging again from my strong side. Yeah, I've
0: always believed in... Especially with the handgun, if you're switching over to a weak-hand shooting, there's some reason for that. Your right. strong hand doesn't work, right? So there's no need to practice uh, strong-hand su- or weak-hand-supported. I mean, that's just silly. So why would you do the same thing with a rifle? And what you guys are talking about kind of makes sense, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, the the reason for it, and let me just explain the technique so everyone's on the same page. Basically, you're standing. Um, you drop down to a, a a prone position. You're rolled up under a vehicle. And you're transitioning the buttstock of the rifle from your dominant side to your support side, but n- but nothing else switches. So your hands still remain on the fire control, your um your your support hand still remains where it is, and the only thing you're using is your now now your non-dominant eye to line up the sights. And with, Does that make sense? Because yeah, you're but, not gonna be able to use so if I'm if I'm normally a right a uh, right-handed shooter on the rifle. I'm going to use my right eye. So the if hardest I switch over. Right.
0: So the hardest part of this would be switching over to your non-dominant eye or your
2: non-shooting eye, whichever one it is. You know, once you get a couple of reps in it, I haven't found it to be very yeah. difficult. It Mark, wasn't okay. very difficult okay. at all. It, and if really you're running
0: wasn't. an optic at this point, it should be just. Yeah. Yeah, a red dot should you're be just, just you face. Yeah, both eyes open, you're looking for that dot, put it on the target, pull the trigger.
1: Yep. And
2: and the reason we're transitioning shoulders, again, I'm not a big fan of transitioning shoulders around barricades. But when we were shooting under that car. But when we were shooting under the car, you need it. Right, that makes sense. So that yeah. you're able to get the clearance to engage the targets. Otherwise, if you don't transition, you're shooting the, the floorboards or the exhaust. Or, so
0: yeah. you don't teach a transition when going around the opposite corner type thing?
2: I don't. And the reason because is you have to realize that the the common denominator, I know there's probably some high speed SEALs or Delta guys or whatever, but, you know, realize that the average patrol officer or average, even average CHL person or average shooter spends so much time honing the skills of their dominant hand that just as much time has to be spent with your non-dominant hand. Yeah, in order makes, to get those shots, that you know, makes and and, sense and, to me, and most yeah. people don't don't do that, and that So just roll my out. Control and,
1: was was exactly the same. Yeah. I didn't have to to think about how I needed to break the trigger. It all right. remained the same, except I just kind of scooted it over to which I'm right.
0: left-handed, so I scooted it over to my right shoulder. So in your mind, switching over is a last resort type of thing. There's no other way to make the shot. There's no other way to clear whatever barricade you're right. shooting through. So that's
2: when you switch. Well, I'll think about it from this way. Okay, that makes sense. We're, I like that. we you're in an active shooter. You have um, from a patrol level standpoint, you're you're um, having to engage a threat down a hallway. You come around a barricade. Let's say it's your support side barricade. Um, you come to, or you roll around the support side barricade. Now, my kids going to that school. Your kids going to that school. Do you want that officer just to roll out and and and? be a Superman for two or three seconds and take that shot? Or do you want him to try to fiddle and no. then engage with his support hand side, which God knows how many rounds he's actually... Yeah, like you, you know, said,
0: unless he's just as proficient, right. I want him to take the aimed fire shot because you know every bullet has a lawyer on it type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I and, could see that. I like that idea.
2: And the, the, um, the shoulder transition stuff, uh, keeping the fire hand or fire control system the same, so not switching your hands... Um, was something that that we came up on the range. I don't. I've never been taught that. That's just something that we came up with and found it to be more expedient. I, I've I don't know. Have you other seen other instructors, instructors say teach it? That? Honestly,
0: okay. um, but it's not the normal. It's not the. It's not the cool thing to teach. You know, it's not the thing. You, like you said, you see in the video. Are you trying to say that I'm not cool? No, you're cool. No, you, I dig it. Are you sure? I'm going to tell you this. That's the way I shoot. Harry you, Potter, bro. The way you teach. I hate you. Is the way I t- I shoot. When I shoot uh, competition, when I shoot, you know, uh, combat marksmanship, when I shoot whatever, if I don't have to switch shoulders, if I don't have to switch, you know, fire control, if I don't have to switch anything, that's how I'm going to shoot it. Right. If I have to, I will, so, you know, because you're going to shoot the 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 way you've trained the most, the way like you said, the way right. you've practiced the most rounds you have. So you know, if if I can shoot prone. And I have time to take a, you know, well-aimed prone shot. I'm going to go prone. If I have time to shoot strong hand, I'm going to shoot strong hand. If I have to shoot weak hand, yeah, I'm going to shoot weak hand. I mean,
2: well, we also did transitions to handguns right. and um, found that a lot of people are also didn't have their slings adjusted quite right. So the slings were getting in the way. Didn't have a problem with that with mine though.
0: What okay. do you guys think of the, the, what, what have you found with the single point? Cause I've tried the three point. I've tried the, Single point. I found both to be lacking. I found the perfect mix to be the two point. But what do you what do you, what in your experience have you found?
2: I for me personally, I I like the single point. Right. How do you how do you have yours set up? Martin. Oh yeah, you had you had yours set up with three point. What the, do you have? The two point.
0: The sing- I run a I run a you know a quick adjustable two point. Uh, v That's what I wish mine had.
2: Well, the thing is, we have those, and that's what I had for that class because I was using the the um, the rifle assigned to the academy. And um, you have to wonder, in a dynamic engagement, are you really going to have the time to adjust your sling and then get it up what and running? What most likely
1: is going to happen, in all honesty, being in the situation that I was in and like kind of being under the pressure and engaging the targets and moving – most likely what you're going to do is you're going to step out into the line of fire to right. take the shot. I'm, uh-huh. that, in all honesty, that's what I found. And I have some video that I'm actually going to post and, you know, hey, it happens. <laughs> but basically there's <laughs> a video? lot of, a video lot of happens. things. <clears throat> video <clears throat> does happen. Video happens. <clears throat> there are a lot of things that actually happened uh-huh. during the class that, A, I didn't realize I was doing. I kind of did right. more a little bit. I thought that I was moving quickly, but it was more of like a sidestep hop and not so much of a sidestep slide like I thought it was. Are these dance moves? <laughs> yes. What's going on here? Um, it's the new shuffle. step, new bump,
2: bump, bump. Step, <laughs> <Yeah>. bump, step, bump, bump.
1: And then uh, the other thing that I noticed is that basically – you you as soon as you begin to engage you do start to tunnel vision into what you're you're engaging and then oh, yeah, you definitely. start looking at the other targets and going oh you know you start focusing on those other targets as well and then before you know it you're going oh yeah now i need to get into cover <laughs> and so unless i'm doing this all the time i'm not going to be going i need to get into cover oh, and yeah. i'll tell you one big thing live uh-huh. fire made it completely different than like ducking behind your couch, running around in your dude.
2: living room naked, dude. With I, your usually, I usually, I usually,
1: I parkour off of one Whoa. thing to get to another, and then I draw.
2: Are we talking about Call of Duty, or are you talking
1: about real life? Oh, okay, man. all right. right I on. parkour from my one dining room table to behind my couch, and then begin engaging. So not my TV. Out, I wondered where all real. the rug
2: rashes were coming from. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? It's something that um, something <laughs> along the lines of uh, rifle manipulations. You know, a few years ago, I started. Uh, Because when I went through instructor school and even um, operator school, you know, it was the traditional keep the rifle extended downrange and try to fit the box inside the box, you know, come up with the underhand and try to fit that magazine into the rifle. And um, even though conversely, we were taught get the handgun in the workspace. So the more I started... Shooting, and the more I started shooting three gun, the more I realized, wow, this is really slow to try to run from point A to point B <laughs> and have this rifle stuck way down range, and I'm trying to look at what I'm running to, and the targets, and get this magazine in the gun that's not in my not in my field of vision. So workspace, workspace, as I like to say, field of vision. Equals workspace. That well, seems important. I, I believe Chris uh, has stole it Ash- from me. Ash- oh yeah, no,
0: I saw him steal it from you. You yeah. saw him physically yeah. steal yeah. it. I you I watched him it. walk away and peel it off ear of back. I know his beard reached out and grabbed it. You weren't even looking. It was because I have no beard. It was yeah. Well, have, if you'd had beard, no beardless man can teach this. If you had, <laughs> oh, if you'd oh. had the gift of beard, <laughs> you would have been okay. <laughs> That's
2: why I know I'm destined never to be a great instructor. So <laughs> well, anyway, we have I, videos of you. Not being a great instructor, uh, we can you post know what, this That's, that's no, yeah. You did said. you see? I have video
1: of a, was just of somebody running that course. Me not doing very well, Who's and it's me? on the instructor. Are you blaming the instructor? It does fall on the, the instructor. So back,
2: <laughs> look at what the, I have to work with, sir. Look at what I have to work with. I'll tell you though, you did well for
0: what
1: you have to work with. I would have kicked me off the range. <laughs> That's in the video, right? No, but I'll tell you one. I know Petty wants to make a point, but at the same time, I do want to talk about I have an extreme anti-grip tape, anti-extra grips on your gun kind of stuff. But my hands were sweating towards the end of that day, and when I went to draw the gun on the last one, that gun was slippery as all All get out. Squirms around. And not in your only, rib, and it, it? scared yeah, it does. me. Yeah, it does. like it scared me because it's just it's sweat. I mean, there's there's nothing you can do about well, sweat that. sweat
2: and other bodily fluids that
1: happens. Yeah, you know what we Went do? Went to the
2: restroom before
1: that. In the competition world, you
0: actually angry. put antiperspirant. On your hands? That stuff that's super grip, like a talcum
1: powder. Oh no! Oh, you talking about like the the spray tack?
2: Yeah, I I had a bag of talcum powder on my duty belt, and I would talcum powder up like a gymnast before every call. Yeah, we would. I'd get there on a domestic. Are you you being serious? Are you you serious? No, I'm joking. No, you would not. I would not. They're called gloves.
0: (laughs) They let you wear those? Gloves? Yeah, but they were to bright. Every call, they were bright red with yellow bows on. The well, they're just cups.
2: politically correct gloves. It, no, they look good. I'm just it's saying. It's community they, oriented policing. At its all, finest. I'm
0: saying is they clash with your
2: raincoat. Well, <laughs> it's true. I know, and yeah. my eyes. Well, that's why Ridge you never brown. made it on the news. It's such. They you blurred your face. Deep eyes. I know. What have to? Why are you staring at my crotch? <laughs> So I uh, love
1: the glass table for that reason.
2: <laughs> the glass table makes it very nice. Are you staring at the cable or are, <laughs> or are, you, staring are you staring at something so else?
1: From, Is that from your big toe? No.
0: Martin's give us some good uh, lessons learned from the uh, –
1: from the class,
0: uh, petty, what were your big lessons learned anything new anything same old same old from instructing for so long or
2: no no uh, there was there was some good stuff uh, I was you know it's it's one thing for everybody that, that's out there it's it's one thing to have equipment set up that looks good, but until you really go to a class um, and run it um, you don't know you don't know what it's capable of and you don't know if it's going to work for your body type, especially when stu- instructors start throwing things at you that's different or unique. And, you know, like shoulder transitions. Um, but I was going to say getting the rifle and the and and now the shotgun and do the same thing with a shotgun. Um, I learned that incidentally enough from three-gunning, getting it up in your field of vision. Because when you have to run from point A to point B, it doesn't work to have it extended and you're trying to, you know, manipulate oh, yeah, yeah, all the yeah. rifle. And so interestingly enough, uh, one of the students at the class asked me about Paul Howe. And they said that at CSAT they teach to depress the rifle down into the ground um, not obviously not touching the, the rifle into the ground but depress the muzzle into the ground whenever you do any kind of manipulations reloads or and like that. Pointing in the direction. Well po- yeah, yeah, pointing in the direction of the ground and his reason wow. behind that is negligent discharges. So for every single manipulation that's the way, clearing that's the way I was under- reloading yeah, wow. uh, one of the students that was out okay. there um, had actually been to Seaside and said, you know, hey, what do you think about this as, you know, because we were teaching obviously the exact opposite. Right. So I was unaware of that. I did a little research Looked at some videos, um, talked to some other people that had been out to uh, CSAT, and they said they confirmed the same thing. And I, I there's some YouTube videos out there of Paul Howe teaching the same thing. Um, so it, it brought up a very interesting conversation that I that I wanted to pose for you guys. Yeah, You know, the value added to that, he said, is that if you discharge around, if you're in a CQB type situation, or you have uh, officers downrange, let's say you're on a felony car stop or... You're serving a warrant. You're the or cover guy. Whatever. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Whatever. And it, and you have to do anything with your rifle to manipulate it. You need to point it down because if you have it pointed up, then what happens is the um, the round goes into an apartment building. It goes right. up into the second story of the of the of the house. It goes in the back of your friend's head. It whatever.
0: I could see his point in a certain situation. Like if I was the if I was a, a I don't know a cover officer. Or if I was far enough out, like I was the uh, uh, what do you guys perimeter for a SWAT team or something, and something went weird with my rifle and I had to do something, I could see that. But in a dynamic situation where you're in the middle of a firefight, I I don't know about well, pointing to the ground. You know the, know
2: the the thing for me was if you are working on your rifle from a law enforcement standpoint, right. I can't speak to the military, but from a law enforcement standpoint, if you are working on your rifle, that means your hand gun is not working because the transition from well, the rifle okay. not working yeah. is to the handgun, right? Yeah, yeah. So if the situation is so dynamic that I have to spend time working on that rifle to get it up and running. Right. And, and I
1: can't ensure that I'm pointing it in a safe direction the while manipulating outweighs it.
2: outweighs. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, your finger's still off the trigger. I'm not saying you, you're working manipulations with a finger on the trigger. It's no different than having, doing a felony car stop with your rifle pointed down range. That's pointed down range. I you're think, still you're yeah. still indexed downrange. That's I mean true. you can't yeah. ever not I mean if you have a threat or that's an area true. threat.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't see a dynamic situation. For instance, if I'm trying to clear something, if I'm doing some sort of reload, if I'm doing something that's not administrative, you know, it's not a lull, I'm not behind cover, I'm not you right, know right. I can't see not looking down range and maintaining, you know, awareness. I think that's the biggest thing. I can't see pointing the gun to the ground and, you know, checking to make sure it cleared whatever right. from the chamber. Make sure the whatever is the mags out. Whatever.
2: There are going to be pros and cons to any technique. Well, any course. technique you have are going to have strengths and weaknesses. But for me, I feel like getting the firearm, whether it's a handgun, rifle, or shotgun, um, up in up into your visual visual uh, peripheral vision so that you can move. To cover be aware of your surroundings, situational awareness, whatever. Know where the bad guy is. Know that where the bad important. guy is. You're not running into the wall, all that good stuff. Um, to me, that outweighs the possibility of a negligent discharge. Keep your finger off the trigger. I mean, that, I don't I don't yeah. know. I've never had a negligent discharge. Knock on glass. Yeah, you better find some wood or his head is oh, mostly wood. Why is Martin looking at me like that? Because he wants you to knock on his head. I thought you were going to say because he wanted me to knock on his wood.
1: His wooden head. Knock three times. Knock, if knock, you knock. Really? Knock, knock twice on the times. pipe if the answer is no. <laughs> oh, so. Okay. I would basically, I, I look at that as What is? What thought. are your thoughts on there, that There's one. a couple different ones. Um, I did see a video of him <clears throat> talking about this skill, and he discharges his rifle directly into sand, which is great. Most of the time you're not on sand, you know. You're on a concrete. You most know, most of the time I am on sand. Oddly enough, if I well, have that's a because rifle. you have a box of sand at your desk. Well, and you just you yeah, your feet I just in stand it. there. But you, I mean, you've got concrete in front of you, and I I know this for a fact, and a majority of other people do as well. Bullets will ricochet; they bounce. They you know they can continue on with as much force into your buddy's leg you know, as anything else. So I guess the question is, and and one of the things that he had brought up was, you know, if you point it up in the air and you're in a, you know, a a highly populated downtown area, that round is going to come down somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's all kinds of different situations. Um, but at the same school of thought, if you're focused, you're on a second floor, you're inside of an apartment complex, whatever it is, you're on the second, third floor, you begin manipulating your rifle in that way. And all of a sudden you discharge it into the ground i mean and it's like he says he's not saying that this is a correction for proper firearm manipulation and and you know knowing what you're doing but at the same time i do look at it as yes i would prefer to get shot in the foot or through and through through my calf muscle like i talked about we talked about that yes versus where where would you want to get shot versus (laughs) catching one in the back of the head um that's always bad so i mean i i agree with this i agree with this Um, to an extended point, but also as well as you always have to know how to manipulate your firearm, and that's going to be the key. I think Penny was right. There's always pros and
0: cons. Yeah. What if any scenario to death? Um, I think getting the gun up and running, like he says, should be the number one priority, even over...
2: And, 2 you're going to have to train, you know... Travis Haley makes a good point. he says the ninety five percent rule so he does what works ninety five percent of the time that's how he trains you he know whatever will work 95 percent of the time, time five percent
1: every of the time ninety five percent of the time what 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 I'm not 95 so percent of the
2: time it works every time <laughs> <laughs> somehow those numbers aren't adding up but what he, what his what his thought is I want to train to the lowest common denominator I want to train to what works the most often. The best, right? right. And so, yeah. and so for me, training with the firearm up to where I can see what's going on and moving is a more plausible scenario than having to. Than an Indy. Then yeah. Ne- uh, yeah, yeah, just didn't just I'll buy it. that. I'll buy so that. that. That was, anyways. That was brought up in the class. I thought it was a good question. Um, <coughs> some of the stuff that we that we covered. And I don't know. Do you think that you would have been able to move, um, running that that um, running your long gun? um with it with it indexed to the ground with around? it pointed down yeah. trying
1: to you know move from one position on the car to another no
2: especially with other people moving around you
1: no and on top of that i noticed that one of the things that i had done was manipulating my rifle around barricades and stuff was that i noticed a lot of people actually pointed their gun down or they yeah. pointed it up i just sucked it into me yeah. and like i never got so close to whatever i was using as cover where i couldn't pull it in and just kind of slide around to whatever I was trying to engage.
2: Well, and we and we showed on the rifle, we showed um, that you can pull that rifle and pull that buttstock up over your shoulder, mm-hmm.
1: which I did um, at, to compress
2: around a around a barricade, as opposed to pointing it down. And this and cops that again, that's an old school mentality. Uh, an extremely low depressed ready and
1: you're but you're going to get people that are going to complain about what if you discharge that into the wall in front of you you're going to catch splash and all of that stuff yeah. comes down to it is all a what if but what yeah. if i discharge it down at the sure. ground and take my foot out too so the, i mean it's just kind of like uh, that was one of the and things i think that's one of the big things
0: that the the public at large uh now i don't know about most cops but i know the public at large thinks that mm-hmm. uh when you're on uh, behind cover or something like that, you're right up on it, and I don't think they they realize that the further you are away from that cover, the
1: more mobile you can be, and the, the more you can see, and, and the more you. And Petty yeah. had to bring that up to a few of the students. So he was like, "Don't press right up on it." I mean, yeah. there were a few that that ran up to. I think the problem uh, might be the television. The car, yeah, yeah. The problem might be the television, where every movie
0: the cop drapes himself over the cop car, right, with the gun. That's, so that's how well, I do it. Part of, well,
1: with my yeah, not. <laughs> well, one of the things that well, we, that was for a calendar shoot, right? Actually. That, was, that not was not for, for dynamic. Patrol, no. Yeah, that one wasn't the, dynamic. One of the things that we had to do was uh, he would you know yell threat. We had to engage three targets in front of us, and then we had to get out of the car. Now I noticed that when I was on the passenger side, I got right out. I mean, yeah. I had no problem getting out of that car and ready to move. Yeah. But when I was on the driver's side, and you know he yelled threat, I engaged, engaged, engaged. But when I got to get out of the car, my comfort level went to zero, and I kept my foot in the car because I wanted to yeah, I wanted to get back in it. Yeah. Oh, you and wanted to what, stay in the car. I wanted I to stay in But though. in the passenger yeah. side, I got out, no that's question. That's a big that right It's nice. Well, it's comfortable. It, it, it what
2: is. And we, we watched a couple of officer-involved shootings. Some ended in tragedy. Some ended in success. And I think those are necessary for any kind of uh, class because it brings it it brings it home and makes it, it makes it more real and we it can makes it relevant. From, yeah. Yeah. We can learn from their mistakes and learn from what they did. Right. And, um, you know, you'll see plenty of officer involved shootings where the, they're clutching onto the radio, um, for dear life. Like it's some sort of umbilical cord, you know, like the help is going to magically come. It's like a magic wand, you know, like the, the, the magic is going to come from well, the radio it's, it's, or, or the, yeah. the patrol vehicle is the same way. You know, Familiarity. It is. Right? It is. Yeah. And you know, it's like curling into the fetal position when we're, in danger so um, yeah and,
1: but and, and, and to note on or listen on to this that, podcast to true <laughs> to piggyback on how great this podcast is one of the things <laughs> that we had noticed though that in some of the some of the best you know officer involved shootings was the fact that they were moving they got out of their vehicle yeah. they took cover behind the vehicle and they didn't stay in it and i mean i got out but my right foot
2: didn't want to go well and you'll also notice that that some people um dove out of the vehicle but still kept a hand on the car door to mm-hmm. keep it open, and then we're we're shooting. So some very odd stuff happens under stress. You yeah. know, it's it's, it's that's, very, why that's, ha- saying. that's why we having have that's why having that live fire oh, is seen, so different
1: than the dry fire or having seen, a clear gun. We've all seen
0: the YouTube videos of cops doing something weird, something mm-hmm. like why would you do that? You're in the middle of a firefight, right. and I don't think people understand that under that
1: stress you're just going to revert to whatever's programmed into your lizard brain, right? And that's it why isn't. the armchair commandos that sit there and talk about, well, if I was in that situation I would do right. this. And yeah. I always tell them I'm like, you have no idea what you would do Do you in talk to a lot of armchair commandos? Yes, really. Oh, I've run into a lot of on ones. your
2: on your on your blog www.armchaircommandos.com <laughs> www.williampetty.com.
1: com. Oh, armchair oh, <laughs> armchair thanks. defender.
2: You get off my armchair, all right? <laughs> I need a break. <laughs>
0: It's well lazy boy. Isn't it's it, it's days? one thing to Monday morning quarterback, right It's another thing to take what happened, break it down, you know learn a lesson from it, and I think you could do both, but there's a fine line between oh, I wouldn't have done that, and that okay, what can we learn from this and uh you know, like I said, you guys obviously tried to learn the lessons from mm. these videos right
2: did you like the uh speaking of staying on the on the topic of transitions, did you like rolling that rifle into your knees? um to transition yes. to your handgun in a shrimp position, you want to talk about that at all? What happened?
1: Yeah, he had a very interesting position in which he called the shrimp position, <laughs> which is- Well, okay, <laughs>
2: on a on a disclaimer the why the reason we came up with the name is because uh-huh. in um, ground um the defensive tactics, when you shrimp out of out of a out of some a dominant position that's that's kind of the position you end up in it's a, it's a basically okay. it looks can, like a fetal type yeah, position I just it. didn't want to call it fetal okay, the fetal prone get it go ahead and get into the fetal so prone so instead
1: of fetal prone we call it shrimp yeah i like it, it one of the best ways is to think about it is if you have like a your trash can take your trash can and have it set in front of you you lay down um, kind of in a fetal position with your feet flat against the trash can and you peek around it uh, through your dominant side oh this would be good for Behind cover, behind a wheel
0: tire. Wheel,
1: wheel tire, uh, a yeah. planter box in downtown, you know, something, yeah, anything yeah. that's going to give you... That's, Petty in is, the fetal position. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's so thin, things go right through him anyway. <laughs> and so, you basically, you have, well... You've you're been like uninvited shrimp, to my listed. next class, what, like a, It's better than you being fat and stopping all around. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, well, you, so. you are like a shrimp <laughs> in the shrimp position. So, basically, when you're laying there sir spicy shrimp okay Ooh, spicy shrimp i,
2: like spicy I thought it would be teriyaki Ooh, when we got into this position <laughs> there was when we got into this position everyone was like gumbo shrimp popcorn shrimp fried shrimp
1: okay so okay so i described the <laughs> position before shrimp.
2: One of the things, and of the we, things we'll, we'll throw up some pictures of it.
1: Yeah. And one of the things about it was that Wait transitioning, of or the position? transitioning no, to your, to, transitioning to your handgun or manipulating your rifle, mainly transitioning to your handgun, right. you need to put that rifle somewhere where it's still within your control. And when you have a sling on and you just drop that gun, all of a sudden that gun is pointed wherever it wants to point, wherever physics says this is the direction the gun's going to go.
2: Well, and when you start rolling
1: around... It's exactly, and it gets in your way. so what, Choking you out. One of the things that was important as, and it does not, it, it's when your life is, you know, in danger. It's not something you're going to want to do on a normal basis, because yeah. when you tuck that gun away, you either have a failure, you're empty, or there's some reason you can't Manipulate that firearm; right. it stopped working for whatever right. reason. Right. So you tuck it between your legs and you roll up on your back and you grab your handgun. Now that so this
0: isn't something you're going to do with your Rhodesian shorts on,
1: I would do it with a kilt on if my oh, life depended right. on it. No. well, yeah, but I'm going to kill the person that's looking anyway, so I don't <laughs> mind what they see.
2: Sir, we don't we don't kill; we try to stop the action. Continue. What were you saying? basically, Please. I'm going to it's ask them to take a picture. It's
1: a good story. <laughs> So what you do is you're on your back and you transition straight into your handgun and it allows you to keep control of your rifle and keep it pointed in
2: a pretty much a safe direction. Fairly safe. Yeah, I I roll the rifle so that the – and it doesn't take any extra time or effort. um, I roll the rifle to where the magazine is sticking out away from my body. um, Yes, the magazine was sticking up and the optic was down. Right, so that you're not um, putting yourself in a spot of uncomfort. Uncomfort. I noticed that with the rifle um, positioned in between your legs, if the magazine was pointed out away from your body, that the rifle was easier to control. That's true, and that, it, makes that sense. Is, is very I've, because I've seen you that have in
1: other
0: type of situations from other
1: instructors. I mean, even so, with optics, yeah. I had an optic on mine. Yeah. You have you have a much longer distance that you have that's against your body. With a magazine, it's almost it becomes like a monopod that's up against your body, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. harder to manipulate it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. twist. I, and that's exactly what I did. And and actually without even being told that's what i did i tw- twisted it into my body and it felt just right mm-hmm. yeah I've like see, because I've seen otherwise that if that's you need to stuff. pick that back up say now it is time to go ahead and get your rifle back in you know, back in the fight or whatever's happening, you, you actually instinctively will reach down to grab it that way versus trying to go, oh, hold on, let me kind of come at it from, you know, yeah. let me run along my, my stomach line well, or and, my, you know, my chiseled abs and yeah. then grab the rifle. Chiseled. Well, and I think the, I Are think we the pictures reason to that?
2: I think the reason is so Maybe. one of okay. these days. I think the reason that that's so instinctive is because when you sling your rifle and transition to a, uh, a handgun and you're in a standing position, that's the way the, the rifle lays, anyways.
1: No, I think you're exactly right, Petty. It is exactly how the rifle lays. And I mean, moving on from that, we have a actually a listener question who responded to our what was it? Was it our hey? Baseball. We just released two you know two podcasts in a
2: row because we are Ooh, trying to go weekly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 weekly. Not trying. Not weekly. We're going to Oh yeah, correction, sir. We are going to do it. We've come out of the closet. We're here. <laughs> We're proud. We're weekly weekly. weekly. I want to say we're every seven days.
0: That's how I like to. Look uh,
1: yeah, about.
0: Yeah. 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 How
1: I'll many hours that would I was that just gonna say I was gonna convert that into hours, but you're asking the how one many person.
2: minutes is that? I have no idea. Well, if you more than know, three. No
1: one knows. Well, uh, Sean Langton uh, said he's thinking about getting a drop-in competition AR-15 trigger, and he wanted to know if you guys had any suggestions. And I'm not really going to be able to help him with this one. I've never really fooled around with too many drop-ins. I've installed a few. But Martin's my, never done a drop-in. Yeah, I've never yeah. done a drop-in.
0: It's uh, it's a tricky, it's a tricky move. You, yeah. you once you take out the old
1: one, I mean, I've got both pins in before, but I've never yeah, actually yeah. finished. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and actually fired it off. Yeah, that's the tricky part. Wait, wait. I we, mean, I've tested its safety. You've got to watch sure.
2: out for the squib.
1: Yeah, I've tested the safety to make sure that it fires. But I've always passed it on to the final owner, you know, I've never finished it off. That went downhill really quickly. So are we anyway, still talking about rifles? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about no, we're talking about the triggers. custom drop-in, oh, okay. drop-in yeah, triggers. And and on top of that, I mean, don't don't discount, you know, two stage triggers that you can install. But I mean his specific question was about the drop in. So the let's, drop-in, talk, let's start with the drop in. The drop
0: in's attractive because it's all one unit. You take out all the little bits that are kind of confusing. I know the springs you gotta turn them the right way and they're not easy to install. Um, and you just drop in this trigger group, put the pins in. Sometimes you tighten up a few things, and you're done. Um,
2: it's it's very appealing to individuals like me, myself right. who want something that's not standard. But I, I I am no gunsmith. I you know I shoot them, I enjoy them, I instruct them, but I'm not going to sit down and build one. Yeah,
0: they're good triggers. Uh, the big name brands. Um, I don't know of a non name brand. I know we specifically mentioned uh, CMC. Uh, Which is Chip McCormick. Chip McCormick. Um, Timney. Timney is Geisley another big or? one. Uh, Geisley, Geisley isn't a drop-in. I thought Geisley had drop-ins. No, I haven't seen one if they do. Uh, the Wilson was mentioned. Okay, yeah, The TTU. And, and, and that's, that's the only said, one I haven't played with.
2: That's the one that he said that he was looking yeah, to go with. And I have never um, shot the, or played with yeah. a Wilson either. And you haven't? You can't. I hate you. (laughs) That went bad. Um, You can't what? (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I've never fingered a Wilson.
0: Yeah. Uh, Supposedly the Wilson is combat ready. I mean, they put out a a press release saying they had done so many thousand trigger pulls on the the TTU, I believe they call it, and uh, that it had not worn out that was good to go. Uh, like I said, I don't know anybody that shot one. Uh, I wouldn't discount it. Anything coming out in Wilson is usually good to go.
2: Except for their 10 round AR or 10 Yeah, round, yeah um, I saw that. 1911. 1911 you like magazines. breaking off the little tab that comes oh, out? Oh man, I tell you what. it's uh, Maybe you shouldn't be so rough. Epic failure. Maybe I just love to l- shove it in there. A little more gentle. Shove it in there. <laughs> just uh, give it a good shot. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, the only thing that, that I personally don't like from Wilson are their 10 round uh, 1911 magazine. That lip on the ten round magazines um, breaks off after repetitive use. It's and just what a little welded is, on yeah, tab. Yeah. And then what happens is after repetitive use, you overseat that magazine and then you know you cause a, a catastrophic malfunction.
1: And um, exactly how does that Wilson help Wilson Sean Langton in his AR fifteen drop in trigger question? <laughs>
2: Well, you never know. Maybe it runs nineteen eleven. Yeah. maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe. Uh, I like the gold. Um the air gold? Yeah. That's, that's the one that I'm
0: really I've, big with the three gun crack. Um, I know that. That's no, the one I've the had the most ones. experience Are with? we yeah. looking
1: at price what are we looking at prices on some of this stuff? I don't know. So uh uh just it? over a
0: hundred dollars to I think the Wilson's kinda high. I think it's over two hundred. I know yeah, the I was...
1: Timney is like one hundred eighty nine, isn't it? Uh I think you get a little Timney for a hundred and a half, if I'm not okay. mistaken. So I mean we're looking at kind of all the same price range right, for these same. They're all the same price. One to, one to one yeah. to two and a half, somewhere around there, and it just begins to be: what do I like more? Exactly. The shape of the trigger. Yeah. I mean, does, does the shape shape of the trigger change with the Timney? Are there any other? You changes can get on different. You can get or?
0: skeletonized looking triggers. You can get yeah the, you know, the flat one. Some people swear by that. Uh, I think the AR Gold comes in flat also. It does. Uh, the AR
2: Gold. The AR Gold comes in gold. Oh, it's
1: pretty gold. I gold. know the timneys is like it's actual yellow. real Timnys gold. Timneys is
2: gold. They make it but out of real trigger gold. Trigger that
1: doesn't seem like it would be that Is durable. it really gold? It's painted. real,
2: real actual, <laughs> solid awesome. gold. Solid
1: he's, gold. That'd be kind of soft. I'm, I'm, no, I'm you joking. have no idea. I'm, You're I'm just... joking. <laughs> um, so I don't discount anything Lord. that Petty has said because he's a liar, <laughs> <laughs>
2: chronic. Not just a liar, a chronic, a chronic
1: liar. liar. The the drop in triggers.
0: I don't have a ton of experience with them i prefer the standard trigger types uh i've used a ton of different triggers for competition shooting and i've used a ton of different triggers for duty um and so the drop-in triggers are good like i said i wouldn't discount one um i prefer you mentioned Geisley before I think Geisley makes a trigger for
1: every application I've ever heard of. Yeah, at they this do. Point. If you ever go to their, their yeah. shot show table, Even the, if you have show, an NFA gun. It's massive, they and make, they've got I, nothing but triggers yeah. galore out there. And you, you pick up I one, and he's like, oh, that's the AZ3 trigger. trigger. And you're like, wait, hold on a second. And you pick up the one right next to it, and it's an AZ2, but the, they feel completely different. And he's got a metric ton of these triggers. And you, it's almost like that's the customized. That's, that's the, um, that's the Chipotle of AR triggers. Really? The Chipotle? (laughs) Chipotle? You You
2: know, you should be that that guy's marketing manager. I was
1: going to go with Freebirds or something. Well, Uh, not a lot of people know Freebirds. It's in Austin, Texas. That's where it started. So it's kind of small. but okay. hey, you know Chipotle uh-huh. is kind of owned by McDonald's. It's kind of big. Wait, so, didn't whatever.
2: Freebird start in um, Austin, Texas,
1: College Station? College Station Texas. Oh, I was
0: He's way was about to say. off. He's Am wrong. I? School. Am I wrong so wrong? Yeah, school. Freebird started
2: in my wife's College an Aggie, Station. so I'll yeah. let, her, I'll let okay. her. make the final call. But Seth I believe at? it. I'm calling Seth. He's I, believe an Aggie. I believe it's. I believe it's uh, College Station. It's yeah. around. That You're gonna area. have a lot of mad Aggies <laughs> at you, sir, because that's like their alma mater. Both of our Aggie listeners are gonna be upset. Both of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyways, final verdict, just to to wrap it up. Uh for me, I would go with either a CMC or a gold. I'm yeah. kind of a stick with uh, what you know type okay. deal.
0: Yeah, I'll buy that. I would I would throw the t I'd recommend the Timney in there. So I'd go with the uh, wow, I'd go with any of the four drop ins that we've Wilson, mentioned. Wilson, yeah, Timney, yeah, sure. gold. I wouldn't CMC. hesitate. I'd probably buy on price and uh availability. Yeah. Honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just say man up. Use what comes. Man in up and, and use yeah. a normal trigger? Yeah. Well, Buy a DPMS parts kit. No, no, don't do that. And push through the gritty trigger. <laughs> no, don't do that. It'll make you a better shooter. In and the you'll end. get character. Yes. Yeah.
2: You if. can call your dad up and be like, hey, you remember when you told me when I was eight years old that a crappy trigger builds character? You're, Done. You were right. My, dad. that
1: DPMS lower parts kit fixed me. You know, you you're guys, right. You guys joke. I'm a if, man now. But if you
0: practice enough, honestly, you can get through the worst trigger you've exactly. ever imagined. Exactly. Yeah. I was issued M sixteen A fours that had a over a twelve pound trigger. It yeah. was ridiculous. If
2: you practice enough, you can also walk a tight a tightrope. Yes, but that why? is true. But
0: why? No, <laughs>
2: because sometimes you
0: have to. Sometimes it's forced. Sometimes upon you. it's sometimes. sometimes you're
2: required to walk a tightrope.
0: Some not that, but sometimes a twelve pound trigger. No, sometimes yeah. you have to walk a tightrope to get your dog back. All right. All right. <laughs> I hear we have a T and E item next, on which the which stands Instagram.
2: for test Wait. and elevation. Test an evaluator. Elevator, elevator. Elevator? elevator.
0: Test and
1: elevator. Test so, an elevator. Test, test and applets. Test and insert erroneous comment now.
0: I thought it stood for test and evaluation. It does. I, I believe oh, it does. Oh.
1: So we have a T item. Test and evaluation item. It's a glass breaker. It's from CSAT. CSAT GAT. CSAT GAT. It's which a is glass
2: he told me like three times, but I can't remember what you it You guys was. are really Glass application tool. There it is. That's tool. it.
1: That's what it was. Yeah,
2: sure. Glass application tool. We're going with that. All right. I'm probably misrepresenting here. <laughs>
1: no, I don't think that's it, though. Glass action tool. This is getting worse. <laughs> Hold on a second. No, don't do Oh, no. I was using the wrong side. That's why it didn't break our table, thank goodness. Glass ass tack. Oh, no. You should stop. Whatever you do, don't try to Google it.
2: Uh, we have the GLASS Assault Tool, I believe is the actual acronym. And who um, made that? XS Sites, X, the, the letter, S, the letter, Sites. Um, and they initially Why would started... you want XS Sites? Like, why would you want more Sites than what you really need? <laughs> we I don't know. We
1: should ask the company. I believe XS Sites is a local company. And it I is. I it's actually, it's based in Fort Worth. A really good
2: company. Based Fort Worth. in Fort Worth, we had one of the guys, one of the reps come out and shoot the class. And... Um, Uh, Brought a demo. Brought a demo. We'll put that video up. We got yeah. We've
1: got two videos of um, one of another another student actually taking out a window and then Petty expertly taking out a little back window, the tiniest window
0: ever to save the small children. Tiniest
2: window that I had to pull from the from the tiny window. There were
0: tiny kittens that had just been born, and you saved them.
2: It was I was actually saving a
0: firefighter. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, he was scared. Wow. Uh, No, so the way that this tool works is you um there are two variants of it one attaches to the the end of an m4 on the muzzle. Brake. on a birdcage yeah specifically birdcage bird because
1: the one that i have in my hand we actually attempted to put it onto a phantom a2 flash hider and i could not you know without probably forcing it on there could right. not uh, you know easily install it like you can onto a, on a birdcage
2: yeah these are made to slip over to a bird cage, or the the handgun variant is made to slip over a rail mounted light now i I kind of like that handgun
1: variant, and i you know where can not I, I can't get one though right no oddly
2: I mean? enough uh from what the rep said, <laughs> they were law enforcement only it's too bad Alan is not here to get him all wound up on his law enforcement, oh, law only, enforcement only
0: stuff um he likes that stuff. Yes, he does. Now the,
1: the he'll probably weigh in on it next. The week. one we can't get is that just for the Surefire light, or it looked it like it would also street fit street the uh, TLR. Oh, yeah, okay. the Streamlight. Right, right. um, and so e- anything what it, with what a one inch probably
2: be- uh, bevel, Bezel? bevel. I don't know. You know, beveled, beveled,
1: smooth. bezel? You
2: definitely have to go to the website for the 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 one we have is for the M4. It doesn't matter if you're not a cop. Oh, well. Oh, well. You know, that brings me to a point. <laughs> that why brings is you
1: to it, a point. Why is it that a uh, cop can own it, it, but it a civilian can't? Really? really? I have no idea. I yeah, I don't know. I just there. wanted to kind of give, you know, I wanted everyone to remember Alan. Because he's, I mean, he's at, He right now, he's at the dry cleaner picking up his shirt that he finally bought.
2: Well, no, it was that Group 6 shirt. No, it was dirty. It was the Group 6 yeah. shirt. He, he took, took it in to get it, it dry cleaned. It cause was cause he, his
1: first shirt. He was
2: really yeah. excited about it. He wanted to take care of it. The thing is, he's been waiting there for three days, <laughs> yeah. waiting the, for it the to... The
1: best part is that we told him heavy starch on it. It was a two-hour cleaner. That's what I don't understand.
2: I'm thinking he just didn't want to show up. I think maybe he didn't, to all of our viewers. Um, so the way this <laughs> application works is you attach it to either to the end of your... Um, handgun or you attach it to the end of your m4 and what it's used for is breaching glass so if you are breaching vehicle glass which our demo was on um, if you're making some sort of vehicle assault or you're breaching a um, residence if you're on a tactical team um, or maybe even an active shooter something like that uh, let's talk about application uses well first of all let's talk about how it actually performed
1: yeah, how um, yeah. did it work? I was there for it. I didn't get to actually test it out. I mean, Petty got extremely watched. excited. Oh, well, yeah. I yeah, I didn't have gloves I on. I jumped up and down.
2: How would it work? It well, he
1: got excited to test it. Yeah, I don't know that towards the end of it, everyone was jumping for joy. Oh, well, what, what? Tell us.
2: Um, Okay, so we we ran it on a couple of just normal um, vehicle windows because the... the, Single pane, regular, you know... Standard issue door window. Right, and it fit in well because we were talking about patrol vehicle CQB, so it it segued well into that portion of it. Um, For the single-paned, untinted windows, it worked out excellent. For the windows that had heavy tint on it, it was... More of a chore.
1: Yeah, it's like the 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 windows that had that were double pane with the heavy dark tinting. Uh, you know, I watched a guy smack that and then smack it again, Six and so it was like times. he was trying to get into oh. Akon's car, and he was smacking it and he was smacking it, and <laughs> finally, why? What was he smacking? Wow, to be that he was smacking that. <laughs> oh, okay, smack that to, uh, all on the floor. To play
0: devil's advocate and defend this product, though, heavily. Um, high end tent, window tent, can hold a a piece of
1: automotive glass together yeah, very no. well. You yeah. can put a round through that sucker In, and it'll still work. It hold wasn't stuff. that. It was just kind of like it's it the one thing that I, I wanted to make sure that it, you didn't think that this was going to be your all end all be all tool to get into a window of a car. It was
2: not a pansia for sure. Um the the interesting it, what thing is about that exactly? A pansia, yeah. yeah an I thought though oh. Was
1: that was that a Harry Potter term?
2: No, it's a go get a. Dictionary. Oh, it's a real word. It's a 1-800-COLLEGE-DEGREE. <laughs> get one.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I know who's going to be. The, I know what's yeah. staying in it for his intro. <sighs> I like movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tick off the dude. It's yeah, the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, screw you guys. Right, pick up, pick you going up.
2: Um, it's definitely not going to be a yet It's not going to be something that that is going to be an end all. Um, but it's going to give you better odds than if you had a a, a handgun or a rifle without a glass blade breaking instrument, and you oh, had right. to breach it's or break that window.
0: Better than beating all the window with whatever you got in your hand. And we had a yeah. we had a video of that. We had uh, one of the yeah. students
2: actually working on that window pretty hard with we're just a regular. That? Yep, we're going to have all work. those
1: videos. And um, he had the Glock with the T was a TL. TLR TLR yeah. on it, and he is actually smacking this thing. He's boom, boom, and then he finally gets the uh, yeah. the GAT, which oh. is the glass assault tool. Yes, and just and one it, little smack. And, and he, you can actually see that when he actually goes to smack the glass, uh-huh. he's expecting to still have to use force, and right. he just goes all the way through. Oh, so it it works as advertised, but it's not the end all be all. No, it, it, and that's with that tint and that. Right. No, yeah,
2: okay. okay. And then we pull like out it. a bus window. Not so great on Lexan, Lexan though. Lexan, yeah, right. this was this was Lexan. We pulled out a bus window that I had sitting around because um, you know what, who doesn't have a bus window sitting around? <laughs> um, just <laughs> in case doesn't? you're that average citizen carrying your concealed carry license with a GAT installed onto the end of it, and you're like, no, "Hey, you're I need to not assault this. To get that. I that need is, to assault. No, it, with no. their M4. With the but M4. Is okay. it
1: illegal?" Is it illegal, or to Illegaler? actually uh, as a as a civilian, no. is it illegal for them to own that? So no. then, I mean, is they just saying that they're only selling yes. it to law enforcement? It's, yeah, that that's, that's a their company, prerogative yeah. as a, as it's a company. company policy. Their thought process yeah. is, I'm only selling this to law enforcement. Yes. Sure, yeah. There's no law. Now, here's the question:
0: Does this have an application for your standard concealed See, that's, carry? That's
2: where I struggled with it. You yeah. know, um, Adam Bush, the range master out there, uh, and I talked about this in the office the other day, and we were um, we we have. Uh, one of the GATs, and we were talking about applications. So, first of all, for police. Right. um, I like it for vehicle assaults. Uh Uh-huh. I like it for... your high risk stuff. If you're going to be assaulting a house, uh, so let's you're, say you're on a porting team, you have got to yeah. port a window. I like it for an active shooter. Right. You know, if somebody um, starts chaining the doors together, like we had uh, oh, at a couple of recent yeah, yeah. active shul- shooters, it, it's not going to give. It's not the the it's not the teleporter that's going to beam you into the school, but it's one more t- tool that you have readily available to help get you access to that that facility. Um, but. Beyond that, I'm really, I'm really at a loss. As, so I mean, a, those are all valid applications. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, so a
0: civilian application. It's kind civilian of. Civilian application, and
1: for <laughs> a standard patrol officer, maybe have one on the long gun, but don't bother with now, the pistol. See, I was out smashing cars windows with yeah. mine, and uh, and you can only get through about well, parking lot. Yeah, it was my apartment complex. Thirty was, or forty before the cops show up. Well, it, well, she looked at me awkward when she got in the car, so I wanted to smash it. <laughs> Window anyway probably need to cut that. I will. Yeah, that was bad. And so I was out in my parking lot smashing windows, and I actually found out that I could only get through like four Uh before I had to rotate the tip. Really, which is kind of interesting. And that I wanted to piggyback on what Petty was saying was okay. So you make that entry. How many doors? How many windows do you have to get? How many? How many do you have to go through to get where you're trying to get?
0: Even if the tip started to get damaged at four, and you could only get through eight. I, mean, I think uh, adrenaline is yeah. going to be taken
2: over. You'll be, all right. you'll, be, you'll be, you'll be right. he man. Yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah. you'll push through whatever you need to. It's not always the tip that matters. Sometimes it is just the tip. Oh, wow. Sometimes all that's all they want is just the tip,
1: you're right? And so that, that <sighs> tip will actually. So you're telling me that tip will break it down and get you where you're trying to get to.
2: Hey, you know what? Once you pull the tip into into whatever you're trying to put, I it don't into. even know what to say. <laughs> Once you give it the tip, that's <laughs> th- it. Just shatters. It's so bad so quickly. <laughs> um, for a civilian application, I, man, I'm really having a hard time finding an application. And, you know, in, in their defense, it wasn't designed for civilian applications. Right. Application. No, I hear you. Um, but you have to realize that this is an emergency breaching device, and you're either trying to get into or get out of somewhere. So well, in a civilian a- aspect, I don't, I don't yeah. know if they're going to have that many... Instances where somebody's trying to get in or maybe, get out of somewhere. maybe more efficient um, to
0: have it on your EDC
1: knife as opposed to
2: that's on the what end I of was going to say on, yeah. on a lot of these yeah. uh,
1: that was very popular a few years ago and I've noticed this kind of died down but there was a, a really big push for actually getting this little tool. That you you almost velcroed it on the bottom of your, you know underneath your steering wheel, right? And you could rip it off, and you could cut your seatbelt, or you could smash glass with it. I've seen those I mean, lately, yeah. Yeah, People it, are they still, still have they still those. have them, sure. but there was a really big push. Like this is what you should have in your car. You should have one of these. You know, no one should not have sure. one, right? Right. And, unless you ride with someone else, unless right. you're in the desert, right? It, yeah, well, That's sure you can't drown there. No, yeah, you could get hit by a train. In the desert? Uh, there are tracks that go through the desert, are there not? Uh, yeah. It's called a college education. US <laughs> 1 800. US
2: 1 800. <laughs> get my SAT score.
1: <laughs> You're Asian. I know you did well, except for on the math portion, huh? <laughs> he scored 1600 <laughs> just because he put his name as William Pettison. <laughs> Pettison. <laughs> Sorry. Could, Could you legally change your last name from Pettison? <laughs> you did, didn't you?
2: I'm gonna shoot you in the it face. Was, I'm gonna have a negligent <laughs> discharge into your face. It was Petty Son.
1: Wow! Just just say no. That's all you have to do. This no. went so
0: bad so <laughs> quickly. That, a, so awesome. the so the the Sat gat. What happened? You get loud.
2: My it's going like between each ear. Are you all right?
0: Oh, hold on. Was that him? No, he's three. How's it now? That's
1: better. You're good. Yeah.
2: Okay. It was like I was tripping on L S D again. Again. For like the third time this week. I so know the, my <laughs> intro <laughs> <laughs>
0: you asked for that. So the CSAT and GAT, we're deciding uh, good product, but maybe not for everybody. Good product. It yeah. definitely has
2: a very limited application. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that CSAT or Excess Sites ever intended this to be a tool for just the mass market. Um but you know, it, it definitely has a limited application, and I'm a little surprised at the price point. What what were those retailing at? I oh. want to say it was eighty or ninety. He bucks. said eighty. I think the internet
0: said eighty dollars. Yeah. yeah, so which is high, but from a department cost, I guess not.
1: When you right, the, but the as a picture. civilian, I mean, yeah, I look at that as what would I need that for? And if someone's going to try to justify, well, I might need it to break someone's window to get them out of the car. That means you have to point your gun at somebody <laughs> to break the window to get them out of a dangerous situation. There's a lot
2: of ways to break a window. Um, you know, I've done a several you vehicle shoot it. extractions, and that's what I um, was thinking. I mean, yeah. that's
1: what I said. To the, that's what I said to the excess sight guy. Like, <laughs> why don't I just shoot the window?
0: Well, I could see as a cop where you would need to break a window where you definitely
2: did not
1: want to shoot it. I'm going to break I, you, that window at 1,200 feet per second.
2: The only thing that you have to be concerned of is with with that. Application on a patrol level, or you know, a guy who's got an urban rifle type program in his patrol unit, is now you have a spear hanging from your neck. I mean, basically. So, if you're okay, say you okay, so you punch some guy in the face as you make
1: entry right into his skull, (laughs) you're going to have a lawsuit on you for using that weapon against somebody. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying that's going to kill him, but all of a sudden you've got instead of a pain compliance. Device on mm-hmm. the end of your muzzle or the birdcage, now all of a sudden you've got you've got this sharp pointed death really, projectile. I'm not
2: even really con- too concerned about somebody else. I'm too. I'm really kind of concerned <laughs> oh, yourself, about myself. So if you yourself. sling that, if you See, sling that rifle in a hurry, that's why you stay away from that single point
0: sling. I'm if you sling you. that rifle in a
2: hurry, <laughs> you've now just you know speared the white whale. <laughs> <laughs> that single point sling with that
0: gad on the end slings down. And for somebody like Alan, stabs him right in the toe.
2: Well, no, for Alan, it would just be dragging on the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a sad little kid with a teddy bear who walks with his ar hits, on the ground. That sucker hits the top of your knee. You will know it. Yeah,
2: no, that's just one thing uh, for that application. Is if you're, you've really got to be conscious. You always want to be conscious of where the muzzle goes, obviously. Um, and you're not, you know, but once you put a stabby just,
0: part of the, end, but yeah, really once you've
2: important. got a knife spear hanging from your neck, um, yeah, you really got to be. Uh, conscious of it. So, I don't know. Um, we'll put our official rating. Uh, we're going to start doing a, an actual... Uh, Not a zombie
1: rating? rating. Not, Not a, a zombie zombie. No, rating rating? No.
2: Petty, Petty's got an interesting idea oh, on yeah? how he wants
1: to, the, to rate some of them. And, well, it'll all be... You listened. said rate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, rate. Rate. R-A- rate, with a T. With yes. a T. Um, And he'll actually, he'll have it posted up on, on the website um, and on the Facebook. Actually, it'll be on Facebook at com slash gun show podcast
2: we want to give the teenies that we do an actual numeric system i've and we're trying been... to break it down into
1: categories and then ba- break those down into the important yeah. points of so those like categories. A cop a down category, uh, give this a b no no, no no price value. point you know seven. Price, price point, point yeah. durability oh, okay. um, use like what's the practicality it, practicality so usability on what, it
0: what overall are we are we sitting at right here for this item,
1: have we figured that out? Uh, I don't think it's been broke down that I far. I have it overall. No, I've got my abacus. I'll break it out praying. here a little bit. Well, let's take out our notes. Do we have paper? I'm going with a point zero two three four. No, I like that. I like that. But Is you that have a-
2: to keep pi in mind, right? That's a percentage. We'll throw up the numbers on the Facebook page, because I personally have been um, let down by reading testing evaluations it's still not breaking I really the glass <laughs> all right quit that. That's scary. <laughs> well if you would knock it on something other than my leg okay so for you uh martin would
1: this be something that you'd buy i would never buy this okay i have no reason or application that i i could see myself wanting or needing to use it for i uh, could see that from a civilian standpoint yeah i mean for that, sure it yeah. just doesn't okay. make any sense to me and, and 80 dollars to hang off the end of my rifle it I mean, and not to mention, not but, a
2: diss on the product, just no, not it, yeah, No, it's, it's not to a hit you. on
1: the product; it has, but it has no bearing right. on anything that I would would use it for, right. you know, need it for. Okay,
2: uh, that's fair. What about you,
0: brother? Uh, I, from a military standpoint, in a certain situation, I would definitely consider this. Uh, Eighty dollars leaves it. Uh, you know, it's expensive, uh, especially for the. I can envision some things like if I was a convoy security, you know. Uh, duty or you know something to that effect, but you know for this amount of money i 'd consider it but i i 'd say I probably wouldn 't buy it honestly,
1: okay. okay, you know one of the things that I was looking at and he said military application kind of brought to my mind. And a lot of times you don't have a lot of time to prepare and what you're going to need it for. So with this tip dangling around and bouncing off the Humvee or you tossing your rifle around, they really need to develop some kind of cover that would actually protect this tip that you could simply just, even if it locked on a little bit, you could just click it on or click it off. Maybe there could be some sort of polymer cover that breaks loose once you do something. But it has to a be heat-resistant. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, it,
2: tip would, the tip would actually, um, and I know the viewers can't see, but actual, we'll
1: have we'll have pictures of it. The I'm viewers take can't some actually pictures. see,
2: and I don't even know that pictures would do it justice. But if you really start to look at the, oh, TV the picture that we will have, do it justice. Um, oh, we're actually starting to blunt because we've used this a couple of times. I um, was hitting my coke can with it.
1: Your Coke can that's dressed like a shiner. Yeah, that looks like a beer can. But
2: (laughs) I was hitting my beer
1: can with it, and I blunted it slightly. Um,
2: Yeah, so you know, like anything, it's going to get worn out, and that's why they made it so that it has three sides that you can interchange out.
1: Yeah, on a
0: six-month deployment. Two months in, I need this thing and it's been banging around for two months, and you know, is it effective?
1: And I know they tried to make it where it's quick on, quick off, but you can't really have something that's gonna be like that that you're gonna trust. What about you, Petty? when I mean in it from a police standpoint, so we got the civilian, the military, and what about a police standpoint? From
2: a police standpoint, patrol rifle, no. Um from a police standpoint, um school resource officer that has a patrol rifle. Or a handgun, absolutely. Okay. Um, from a police standpoint of a guy on a tactical team that needs to make a, a vehicle breach or assault or um do a, a house assault, sure. Okay, so, that's fair.
1: Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah. So I guess basically, go to you know go to our Facebook page www.facebook.com dot facebook dot com slash gun show podcast and. You know, leave us leave us your co- your questions, your comments on this, and we'll address those. You know, next week or or the following weeks, whenever you guys. You know what we should do
2: with these do teenies, that. the the ones that we actually have possession of. Maybe give them away. Exactly, that's <gasps> what I was thinking. We should give this away. We should give this away. We have a hundred viewers, listeners.
0: What they can do is post a picture of their favorite range pick or any
2: range It pick. doesn't have to – I'm not being picky. I just want to see something that's awesome. It yeah. can either be a picture of you shooting or a picture of the range or a picture of something craziness going on at the range or – And at some point we'll say – Next week. I don't know. A week from now? Yeah. Let's yeah. go to a week
1: or two. Yeah. So on the – hold on. Teddy just handed me this piece of paper that says chicks in the pictures has a higher chance of winning. I Absolutely. I Absolutely. don't know if
2: that's true or not. So by December, I'm predicting 5th. A, a 33% <laughs> markup for any any chick in the picture. <laughs>